it's all about waiting. We spend our lives waiting, don't we? What sort of things do you think we wait for? There's always waiting for something, Christopher. Time. Waiting, well, we use the time while we're waiting. We want the time to come. Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay. <coughs> what other things do we wait for? Many people wait for the Amazon delivery driver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that white pants? Is that white? <laughs> yeah, what else? Godot. Waiting for Godot. Christmas. Christmas. So waiting for people to arrive. Babies to come. Answers to prayer. of the Father, which safety ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall witness unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and unto the most uttermost parts of the earth. Okay, so children, what would did they have to wait for? Do you know Daniel? Promise of God, yes. And what was the promise of God? David? Bethany? 
the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. Yes, indeed. Okay, so on one occasion, um, while they were, while they, um, he was eating them, he gave them this command: "Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my Father promised, which you have heard me speak speak about." John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So after they had seen Jesus taken back into heaven, the disciples went back to Jerusalem where they spent time together praying as they waited. Remember this waiting. On the first day after Jesus had gone, nothing happened. On the second day, nothing happened. On the third day, still nothing happened. But the disciples waited and prayed. On the fourth and fifth day, nothing happened. On the sixth, seventh and eighth day, still nothing happened. But the disciples carried on waiting and praying. On the ninth day, nothing happened. And the tenth day came, and this is what happened. Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place, and suddenly there came from heaven the sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were staying, and divided tongues as a fire appeared to them, and rested on each one of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men, from every nation under heaven. And at this sound the multitude came together, and they were bewildered, because each one was hearing them speak in his own language. And they were amazed and astonished, saying, are not all these who are speaking Galileans, or Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in his own native language? Parthians and Medes, Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians. We hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. And all were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others, mocking, said, They are filled with new wine. But Peter standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them. Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you 
and give ear to my words. For these people are not drunk, as you suppose, since it, is, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was uttered through the prophet Joel. And in the last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams, even on my male servants and female servants. In those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heavens above, and signs on the earth below. Blood and fire and vapour of smoke, the sun shall be turned to darkness, and the moon to blood. Before the day of the Lord comes, the great and magnificent day, and it shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Christopher. So Jesus kept his promise to his disciples, didn't he? We've just heard how they received the special gift of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. Which is why the Jews were all together in um, Jerusalem, because it was one of the big Jewish festivals of Pentecost. So it was ten days after Jesus had returned to heaven to live with his Father again. But what does this mean? Why did Jesus send the gift of the Holy Spirit to the disciples? Anybody tell me? What did the disciples need in order to go out and tell the world about Jesus? Why did he send the Holy Spirit? Just been icing on the cake, or is there a reason? Why did they need the Holy Spirit to be able to do what he had asked them to do? Power. Power. So we're going to say David. They needed power, that's right. Power of God be able to follow Jesus and carry on his work of changing the world. Because before he went back to heaven, he said to his disciples, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Jesus knew when he gave the disciples this mission that they would need the power of God so, thinking about power, I think I've just had a little break. Don't mind you, cup of tea. I'm a bit thirsty here. Kettle on. Yeah. I drink green, green tea in the morning, so I don't know if you like green tea, but that's what I'm going to have. So I'll um, open it. Actually, I think just while that's boiling, I'll. Um, <coughs> I need to phone my sister, you don't mind doing it, because I haven't talked to her for ages, and she's coming on Wednesday, I just want to check that, that she's coming. Oh, what, can we go live? Oh, i the battery's gone. Oh, well, never mind. Um, oh, yeah, she's got to be making noise. Don't they make that bubbly noise when, when they're starting to boil? I can't see any light on it, Oh, no, I'll put some light on, so... No, I mean the light. Uh, the light to show the kettle. Yeah. Oh, 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 there's no light to show the kettle. I just thought maybe a bit of extra light. 
need the power of the Holy Spirit so that we can live holy lives, shining as, as lights of kindness in this dark world as we follow Jesus. A bit like the Lamb needs power to shine. The promise of the Holy Spirit was not simply given to Jesus' first disciples. The promise of the Holy Spirit was given to us as well. And I find that exciting. Do you know how much you need the power of the Holy Spirit? And we're going to look at some pictures of our world. Some show beautiful things, beautiful things that God has created. But others show things that need changing. Loneliness, pollution, war, famine, etc., etc. And listen to the song as you watch these pictures. Sit down. So we have said that like the disciples, we need the power of God to be able to follow Jesus and carry on Jesus' work of changing the world. The Holy Spirit was also given to the disciples to be the presence of God with them. When Jesus told his disciples that they were to go into the world to continue his life-changing work, he also made another promise to them. And surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. Jesus promised his disciples, and he has promised us that he will always be with us. He will never leave us alone. When the Holy Spirit was given at Pentecost, in some amazing way, the Spirit of God came to live inside the disciples. And today he comes to live inside followers of Jesus. When the Holy Spirit lives inside of us, not only does he give us the power we need to follow him, but he also guides and helps us, and he comforts us when we are sad. We're going to pray together in our prayer of commitment. And we're saying all the words together. Lord Jesus Christ, I come to you as Saviour, asking you to forgive me for all the wrong things I said and done in my life. I choose to turn away from everything that I have done I believe that you died on the cross in me, so that I can be forgiven and set free. Thank, Thank you, you that you offer me the gift of eternal life, and now I receive that gift. Please come and fill me with your Holy Spirit, and make it possible for me to walk by faith with you, my Lord and my God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. So today on this Pentecost Sunday, we've heard how the Holy Spirit was poured out on the first followers of Jesus after they'd waited for ten days in Jerusalem. The Holy Spirit came as Jesus promised. The Holy Spirit came to equip followers of Jesus with power to live for him and to be his witnesses. And the Holy Spirit came to bring the presence of God to be with them always. The same Holy Spirit comes to fill those of us who follow Jesus today, bringing the power and presence of God to us.
As I've said, Pentecost is really the birthday of the worldwide church. And so, we have a birthday cake. 